with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about uh, hangover cures this morning. Yes, Monica texts in to 103.939 and says, Hangover cure, guys, this is tried and true from college. Blue Powerade, Subway, Tater Tots from Taco Time, and don't forget the pickles. That sounds fantastic. I used to swear by Ellen in the morning. By El- what? Ellen? Yeah. I'd get so wasted. I wake up and I watch Ellen and oh, I always I feel see. a little better. Was it? Ellen's on in the afternoon. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, Chris, you ever heard of PVR? I guess. I They're you always running up so You PVR'd you Ellen? Wow. And you were it's, making I, fun of me for no, having no, light if liquors? I go on a Friday night, I will, I will PVR an Ellen to prepare for Saturday. Okay, got Are it. Are you serious? Yes. What's nothing wrong with Ellen? I have, heard this, is, but... I have heard this recommendation quite a few times. I haven't tried it, but I kind of want to. It says, put a Midol and a glass of orange juice on your nightstand. When you get home, take both and go to sleep. This trick has gotten me through many nights in Mexico and ladies curling bond spiels. <laughs> if it can get you through curling bond spiels, it must be, you know. It's impressive. Good. Yeah, exactly. Hydrate as you're drinking. Uh-huh. That's another secret. Oh, All that's right. so boring. I know. It really is. <laughs> Lots of Powerade and especially blue Powerade suggestions. Okay. That's such a... <laughs> Either you're an elite athlete or you're, you're an angler. Or you're an elite drinker. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, definitely eat bacon, says somebody, for hangovers. Well, you know, and again, you know, whether it works or not, I mean, eating bacon is just always a good thing to do. It just right? always makes you feel good. Dave, hangover cures. Oh, man, have I got a story. Ooh. I woke up very early in the morning with a hangover one morning, and I, I just went into the fridge half blind. I saw a container that I thought looks like orange juice. Uh-oh. You know, the one-liter uh, cardboard container or whatever? Oh, yes. yeah, the old jug. Well, I drank about half of it before I found out that it was chicken broth. Oh, boy. That cure your hangover, though. I mean, that might help with the salt. <laughs> well, the vomiting might have... Oh, <laughs> no! This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm listening to your uh, hangover cure. Yeah. Sounds like you guys got a lot of rookies drinking around there. You think so? The best defense is a strong offense. (laughs) Not wrong. Yeah. So before you go to bed, you take two vitamin B100 and drink two glasses of water and you don't have a hangover and you feel great. Okay. Where do you get these? I crush a (laughs) 2-6. I'll take a couple of vitamins. (laughs) You know what? You will laugh. Try it. You can trust whatever you want. You'll wake up and go to work the next morning. Vitamin. I repeat, where do you get these vitamins? <laughs> Costco. Yeah, I, was I smell a bit. Looks like I'm getting wasted for the show tonight. Yeah, they're called vitamin B100. They're okay. amazing. My, Apparently. My best is Jack saying, where do you get vitamins from? <laughs> hey, these ones sound very special, Chris. She, go, she goes to Costco, but she makes the right into the liquor store. She never <laughs> yeah. goes into the left part. Well, oh, now it's a one-stop it's shop. A two-step process, you know? <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Jack, what do we got? We got a text from Michelle this morning. She says, good morning, Chris, Jack, and Matt. I recently read an article about how Tyler of Florida Georgia Line and his wife Haley actually schedule time in their calendars to connect or do the laundry, as you say. The article talked about how busy they are with their three kids and that it was essential to making their relationship work. I'm in the exact same situation. I'm busy with the kids, work, and everything else. 
I think my husband and I should try and actually schedule in the time and make the effort, but he's dead set against it. He says it takes the romance out of it to actually have it as a mark in the calendar. I think we need to make it a priority, and this is a great way to remind us. What do your listeners think? Hmm. We're going to open up this barrel of monkeys, are we? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, what is wrong with him? Like scheduled, unscheduled? What, you know, I mean, like seriously? No, it doesn't matter. (laughs) The old take what you can get theory. (laughs) I don't 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 understand. I side with Michelle. I'm not at the scheduling point yet, but I schedule literally everything in my life. I think this would just fit nicely in there. Just put it in your daytime. You got that calendar that the family (laughs) runs their life off of near the kitchen on the bulletin board. Let's do the laundry, mommy, at nine (laughs) o'clock. And you do it so often. I never. <laughs> or, or not enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No way. No way. It, it's so clinical. Yeah. If you set up a schedule, it's like a doctor's appointment. Do I wait a news week in the waiting room before I meet you? But then you could you? be going weeks, even months. Yeah, Matt. Is it better to, to Sometimes not to schedule? Sometimes antici- the anticipation is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what you tell yourself. You, you're saying you can't hash out two minutes to meet me qu- quickly. I, you know, spontaneously. I, I'm all for having a, a confirmation for this. Then to heck with anticipation. I like the anticipating it yeah, every day is no know fun. Then being let down, that's no fun. You know, I, I just, I what? I mean, you got to do what you got to do, and if this is what you got to do to keep the sparking relationship, I guess it's I would definitely say, not like it's definitely not romantic. Well, that's like for sure. instead of calling it, you know, doing the laundry time, you could like make a couples night, and then like it's not expected, but you, you work for it a little. <laughs> I, I no, I could never schedule it because it's just like I schedule doctor's appointments and root canals, and and you don't make any calls at home, so you're not going to make this one either. If it's going to be call. scheduled, it's going to be scheduled by somebody else. It'll be in life. red felt. Yeah, <laughs> if it's scheduled, I'm like all right, see you then. The first text in says, "Well, if he's not on board, then make your own secret schedule to make it happen." What he doesn't know. Ah, see, that's a good idea. Hey, ignorance is bliss, baby. Yeah, it's scheduled by her, but yeah, uh, just but like. He- a little reminder. He just thinks, is it not already kind of scheduled by the ladies in a way? I yeah, don't know. it's spontaneously scheduled though. Like <laughs> once they get in their minds, sure, okay. But it's not like you have it on your eye watch, right? <laughs> Some of us don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're the judge and jury in this case. Uh, what's her name again? Michelle. Michelle. Uh, she, you know, is Michelle right? Is her husband right? Or is there, I 100% agree with Matt. And I, we just got another text, 103939, or call us 780-421-1039. It's Kissing Love Court. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Michelle texted in with a problem with her husband. She recently read an article about how FGL's Tyler and his wife, Haley, schedule time to quote-unquote do the laundry they say it works for them they're so busy they're so tired but if they have it in their calendar then they actually look forward to it she wants to do it her husband is saying absolutely not you're going to take the magic out of it what should she do this text says i think it's a fantastic idea so many nights we're not on the same page this way you'd be preparing for it and you would definitely take more than two minutes Yeah, youth like to think (laughs) this text says if you got to schedule it you got to fix a problem you think so? All right. Well, I mean, there's personality types, right? Maybe you get two schedulers together and it works out great, but it's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> two schedulers together. Yeah. 780-421-1039. Jordan, what's your take? Well, I think scheduling uh, is going to take the magic out of it, really. I was saying we got a closed-door policy in our house. The kids know if the 
door to our room is shut, that the house better be burning down or someone's dying if they're knocking. <laughs> How old are your kids? Do they know what happens when the door shuts? They're uh, 10 and 6. They they call it daddy smooching time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How is that not scarring them? Do your sons high-five you on the way in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they know the most important thing to me in my life is my wife. So okay. I can see the 10-year-old telling the 6-year-old it's headphone time. <laughs> <laughs> Bury your head in the sand like an ostrich. <laughs> Here's 20. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh boy. We really opened up a can of something this morning. We sure did. Michelle texts in and says, Hey guys, I have a problem when it comes to my husband and I doing laundry. She wants to schedule it. She's inspired by Florida Georgia Lines Tyler and Haley, who schedule their together time, and it works for them. She wants to try it. Her husband says, No, no, no. We are not doing that. Mm -hmm. This text says, as someone who has scheduled times due to fertility issues and appointments, it sucks. Make a schedule in your head, but don't tell him and make it happen. Yeah. I mean, there's exceptions to every rule. And if you, you know, you're trying to get pregnant and there's an optimal time. Mm -hmm. Sure. Got to do what you got to do. Right. It's pretty clinical, though. (laughs) Been there. (laughs) (laughs) It's always clinical. (laughs) Terry says, I think most men are horrible at ensuring the laundry has been pre-stained and soaked before putting the laundry in the washer. If they pre-schedule the time, perhaps the preparation time will be so much better. It's well written. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yoish. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Michelle is wondering if uh, they should schedule time for intimacy, as we call it, doing the laundry on this show. She just wants to add some stuff to her calendar. <laughs> and there's so many different takes on it. You know, it's like, is it better to not schedule? Like, it's, you know, the, yeah, we're getting some interesting calls and uh, text messages on it for sure. This text says, to add to your last call, our son, now 24, was 17 at the time and still living at home. Well, I guess he needed to talk to us, a quick knock on the door, and he walked in. He was horrified at the sight and turned his eyes away quickly, but the poor kid looked towards our closet, which is mirrors. Oh, no. Let's just say, every time after that, he would knock five or six times just to make sure it was safe. Pretty sure he won't listen to the song Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy anymore. What's going on? Bad memories. I can't. Read that text without feeling awkies. Oh, my goodness. That, that poor kid. I'd have a budget, a plan. I'd be like, Mom and Dad, I'm moving out. <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm doing it. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to be living in my car. <laughs> this text says, good morning, guys. I agree with you, Matt. The magic is gone once the laundry is actually scheduled. But on the other hand, scheduling dates is a great idea. We've been married for 20 years. We both work full time and we have three kids. We still make time for each other, and the magic is still there. Part of it is just making your partner a priority. There it is. All right. Thank you, Dr. Phil. <laughs> yeah. It just seems so simple when it's laid out like that. Making your partner a priority. Yes. Okay. Hmm. I'm writing all this down. I'm taking this to heart. I think you that's don't have easier a big said hand. than done. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a big enough hand. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I never get the name of this thing right, but what do we call it? Binge bracket, binge bash, market something or other. 
I don't know if I heard the market one. (laughs) (laughs) We need to write a line, put it in the studio for Chris. (laughs) There's a yellow post-it note that's covering what used to be the time in the room, so we could use that. But anyway, whatever this is, it's the Sweet 16. we're, We're trying to count down to the most bingeable show on television. And yesterday, who was up against each other, Jack? It was Seinfeld versus Parks and Rec. Ooh, boy, that was a battle, and the winner was... We got it, we got it. And I'm sitting there with Woody, and uh, I say, I turn to him, and I go, uh, boy, these pretzels are making me thirsty. (laughs) Is that how you're going to say it? No, no, I'm working on it. (laughs) He's working on it. And again, uh, did Seinfeld win by a lot? No, around 55 to 60% on our different polls. Ooh, that was close, Matt. If we'd have lost Seinfeld, you would have uh, not been happy. No, I'd be a little rattled. I don't think going into the Elite Eight, Seinfeld's going to last much longer. Okay. There's Good. some powerhouses that's uh... Good. Hey! <laughs> Jack just doesn't like Seifeld. I just don't like it. It's your parent show. It's your parent show. Yeah. She turns up her nose when she says that, too. You have to see it just to understand <laughs> it. All right. So the two shows up uh, up against each other t- today. Uh, first of all, number one. You know nothing, Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. That would be Game of Thrones. Ooh. They got married eventually, did you know? And they had a baby. Egret and John. So I guess he did know something. Yeah, <laughs> she taught did. him. If you've seen the show, she taught him. Some okay, stuff. so Game of Thrones. I watched the last uh, season of it uh, mm-hmm. reluctantly, and boy, was I confused. But anyway, well lost. it it uh, yeah, it certainly is a giant show. That's for sure. Um, the first, I would say, six seasons were must-watch TV. The planet, North America, stopped to watch Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, it was it, so good. It was amazing, right? And then as soon as they left the books, it became hot garbage. Hmm. It was That last season was an absolute travesty. The author wasn't writing them fast enough. They had to go out on their own. <laughs> he still hasn't finished the book. Like George R.R. R. Martin says he's got like three books to go, and he's, he's not looking that healthy. <laughs> so hurry up is what you're saying. It's yeah. not going to happen. Somebody else is going to finish that story. Okay, and it's going up against... You and I are going to have a talk right now. Okay, whatever it is, it can wait. I need to tell you something. Does that have something to do with why my sister just left here too upset to go out to dinner? What'd you do to her now? I didn't do anything to her, Lewis. And when I say now, I mean as opposed to before, when you slept with her. Harvey Specter and uh, everybody on Suits. Suits was fantastic. I didn't watch the last couple of episodes, uh, ep- years of it, though. I have to say that. As soon as Megan left, I kind of got, I stopped watching. It, the show's novelty wore out for me probably after midway through the first season. It was like, okay, you got this super cool lawyer. So cool. And he's got this like super genius young rookie who probably shouldn't be in this law office. And then it's just they started <laughs> yelling at each other underneath some music and that was the end of that show. Now, Chris, it's interesting that you said that you didn't watch the last couple of seasons. This person says, I am voting for Suits literally just because the ending was more satisfying. Probably. Game of Thrones is garbage. Okay. Suits, though, probably not as good. I've got like 30 episodes on my PVR of Suits. Maybe I should keep watching is what they're saying. Go for it. All right. Suits or Game of Thrones? You would think Game of Thrones is going to win this. I don't know. Suits is more, uh, in quotations, mainstream. Okay. Right? It's All more right. approachable. Text us now, 103939. You can text us throughout the day. You can also go to the Facebook page or Instagram at Kissing Country and vote. It's the uh, Sweet 16, the market madness. <laughs> March, March. I know. I know. I just wanted to put market in that time. That time I did it on purpose. Okay. <laughs> 
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. little barbecue stain on that white t-shirt, and uh, that's exactly what's going to be happening with the barbecues uh, firing up uh, for sure this week uh, with the weather the way it is. And Matt, uh, you found a controversy, did you? Yeah, pointed out by my wife, mm-hmm. uh, AMA employee. They have this AMA Backyard Barbecue Facebook page where basically you go and you share what you're cooking up, and people say, that looks great. Can you give me a recipe? Oh, amazing. You're right. Anyways, there's this one guy. <laughs> they also say other stuff. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. <laughs> there's also this, this fellow. His name is Ross, and he stirred up some controversy. Now, he cooks amazing meals, like, and he has like really expensive wines with them, so everybody's like really jealous because he's a great cook. But mm-hmm. one thing he does that some people are not agreeing with is he takes very exten- expensive cuts of meat, and he marinates them. So, like, a really good steak, he'll marinate it. And other people are saying, now, wow, what are you doing, Ross? You need salt and pepper, bud. No marinade. So we got a got to quit the thread going on uh, this Facebook group. Interesting. Okay. And, Matt, you're a salt and pepper guy. Without a doubt. you need Salt and pepper, like, I understand you can make delicious marinades, but those are for cheaper cuts of steak. You want to taste the good Alberta AAA beef? Salt and pepper. That's it. Flip once. Grill marks. Serve it. I want it rare. Boom. I don't think you could ever go wrong with sauce. As you are a sauce junkie. <laughs> even if it is a good cut, wouldn't it be even better with sauce? Yeah, it does no, not just you make t- it better. It takes away the natural flavors of this expensive cut of meat. If you have Wagyu beef, you're not putting Dijon mustard on it, right? Hmm. You, you need, if you have a good cut of beef, salt Wagyu pepper. Beef <laughs> you're talking way over our hands what? here. What? <laughs> you're hammering that flank steak with a tenderizer for 35 minutes. Okay. All right. So, uh, okay, that's your opinion. We happen to have Ross, this guy, the man, on the line right now, as we get set for barbecue season. And, Ross, okay, now marinate to marinate to not marinate. If you uh, had to have one steak for the rest of your life, uh, which one would you choose? If I can have one steak for the rest of my life, marinate or salt and pepper, I would go salt and pepper on a porterhouse. Wow. He oh. has spoken. But I, I like the flavors. You know, when you marinate a steak for six to eight hours, uh, you know, a nice steak, and uh, you put... Uh, you know, some sauces of your concoction that on there, or, or uh, like this weekend, I intend to do a four-pound prime rib uh, roast, and uh, I'm going to, or no, four four-pound rib. I bought it the other day, at Caroline Meats, and I'm going to put a hot uh, a mustard, uh, Dijon mustard with a few other spices, like a, a thick wet rub, and put on it. And wow! Put that on it. Uh, probably about 9 o'clock in the morning and cook it that afternoon at uh, 4 o'clock on rotisserie. Ross, uh, Chris is going to boil some rice to oblivion and then have some really dry chicken breasts. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to use the Dijon mustard. Oh, yeah. fancy. A little less dry. (laughs) This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, uh, we're talking about uh, barbecuing and how you like your steak or how you should do your steak, especially when it's going to be 15 degrees. Siding uh, uh, man Stan just texted and he said, all farm boys like to use ketchup. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a travesty. You raise some of the best beef on, beef on earth. Yeah. Alberta, literally, we're, yeah. we don't realize how good we have it because our beef is incredible. We have it very good. Yes, we do. Well, Matt, it looks like you may be right, but Jacob brings up a good point. He says, eat meat any way you like. Blue, rare, marinated, salt and pepper, or just plain is good at times too. Overcooked and burnt is the only way that meat is cooked wrong. Okay. And hit the alarm. Red alert. Red alert. Someone agrees with Matt. 
Salt and pepper. Matt is right. And I have cooked over 7,000 steaks. 7,000 steaks? I asked them, are you a chef? And they said, yes, I'm a chef. I've been cooking in the industry for 16 years. And no, I did not plant this text. Okay. And, they, mm-hmm. and they've kept track of how many steaks they've barbecued. Well, you can average it out, right? I mean, Yeah, I guess. How many... Shows have you done, Chris? Yeah. Over 7,000? Yeah, probably. Well, we should figure that out. That's mm. interesting. <laughs> but is he an expert like this chef is? Oh, uh, well, yeah. I should be better than I am. Okay. Um, yeah. What about you? Is it to, to marinate or not to marinate? Um, mm, I'm just craving a ketchup layered steak oh. right I, now. I remember the first steak I had at Chris's house. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't a member of the show. I just started working at Kissing. I was yeah. doing weekends. Yeah. And he had all the announcers over and oh, yeah. families. And I like, mm, this is going to be so good. Chris is cooking for us. I mean, this guy, he's got a beautiful house, a wonderful wife, and his family is delightful. He handed me a steak that I could have worn. It was boot leather. <laughs> it was, and he's like, here, have some barbecue sauce. I'm like, yeah, this is the only way this is going to be palatable. <laughs> what do you say to that? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking about this this morning, whether you should marinate your steaks or you should just use salt and pepper. What should you use? And this is turning into a little bit of a hate fest towards well-done steaks. This mm. text says, my wife likes her steak burnt. Me, just knock the horns off and wipe its bum. Classic line. Right. <laughs> and another person is feeling attacked. Come on, you guys. Some of us actually like a well-done steak. I'm feeling picked on. I have resigned myself to the fact that this is a battle I will always have. I like what I like. I bet you that person has the strongest jaw from all that chewing. True. Yes. And Michelle has a tip for all of us. Sounds like Chris needs a meat thermometer. I have a digital one that is connected to an app on my phone. I select the type of meat, the cut, and how I like it, and it sends alerts to my phone when it's done. It is life-changing. Cooked perfectly every time. If you want to know what it's called... It's called meter, as in M-E-A-T-E-R. Got Thank it. you, Michelle. I, I will say meat thermometer, underutilized kitchen u- tool. Yes, yes. Because like, well, they never work. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's a thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always stick mine in. It takes like forever to get to the suggested temperature. <laughs> <laughs> I like suggested temperature. Fake news, thermometer. <laughs> What's going on with, with this thermometer? Where are you using? I'm so confused. But my, I can tell you that my son, a firefighter now and uh, very skilled in the kitchen now, and uh, he's got the thermometer all the time and he's really? using it all the time. You so. cook a roast, you cook a bird, you yeah. cook anything on the, like big on the barbecue, get a meat thermometer. Yeah. All right, Karen, what's your take? So as a meat cutter for 31 years and a mother of five. You sound very qualified. Yes. So you cook your steaks to medium and you brush them with garlic butter. Yeah, that's delicious. Boom. Mm. Serve it to me. Put it in my belly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all so hungry this morning. I know. <laughs> Steak and eggs it is. I know. Well, Hungry Herd does deliver, so maybe we'll get them to bring us some. But we've got a barbecue here. We'll make it out. So one more time with that again. So you need to have a ribeye or rib steak. Yep. And brush it with garlic butter. Best ever. Oh, that sounds good. And if we do have some coming to the station, we will not let Chris cook it. (laughs) (laughs) Good plan. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Am I the only one that... (laughs) Take it away. Oh, am I the only one that this came out earlier this week where I'm really questioning this about myself. I was recording my bachelor podcast with Greg Reynolds in Calgary. We were both on the phone and it's usually about 40 to 45 minutes. 
And I mentioned something about being on my phone and he said, well, aren't you just using earphones or earbuds? Mm-hmm. I said, no, my phone is smushed up to my face. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to use those earbuds and be all techie. So you had your hand cranked up yes. in phone listening like phone position. Mode. Yes. And he said, you have got to be the only person that actually still does this. Everybody uses earphones or earbuds when they're going to be on the phone. You connect it to your phone and there you go. It's that simple. I just can't do it. Am I the only one that still goes old school no matter how long I'm on the phone and I'm holding it up to my head? I And like, we talked about this. It's yeah. ludicrous. I, I get it. If you're like, hey, mom calls you like, okay, yeah, okay, mom. Yeah, okay. See you later. And you're hanging up the phone. But if you're recording something and you know you're going to be on the phone for more than 15 minutes, it's so much more comfortable. When's the last time you had a phone call that was less than 15 minutes with your mom, Matt? True. <laughs> That's why I always have my headphones in my pocket. Anyway. It's so, like, I also, like, when I'm uh, going to do stuff for the show, Sam, out, you know, yeah. like I was a couple of weeks ago at the Gretzky statue, headphones, yeah. man. Yeah. So my hands really? are free. Oh, yeah. I just... I just look at those people and I say, you are such a nerd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> headphones. I got a $15 pair of Skull Candy headphones and I'm a nerd. I, You know, I never use headphones either, but I kind of maybe do a hack, maybe an in-betweener. I use my speakerphone. Like I, oh, we know. I mean, <laughs> Chris will be walking in public, speakerphone. Yeah, I'm not putting this next to my ear. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> oh man. All right, is Jack the only one that doesn't use headphones to talk on the phone? Yeah, I, like is it? I should. Be I, doing I don't. This? Th- I don't think. You, I think that it's at least fifty-fifty, if not more. I honestly, hope so. Jack, I think you're fine. Well, I, any long-form conversation needs headphones. Short form, okay. Not. You're not the only one. Don't let these guys know. You're, I think you're fine. Anyway. But I'm not I, going geek mode. I, I am speakerphone right, guy, so who knows? Yeah, headphones are nerdy now. <laughs> Text us at 103.939 or call 780-421-1039. Is Jack the only one? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, is Jack the only one that doesn't use the headphones uh, when she's talking to people and having conversations with her phone? I just got this personal message from my friend Jen at Lipstick Empire. She says, I am laughing so much at this conversation right now. I still use the phone to ear method even when the call is hours long. This is the very first time I've ever thought about using the earbuds. <laughs> you all sound like ancient. <laughs> it's, you, know, you know, our kids growing up are going to be like, can you believe mom and dad still hold the phone to their ear? And mom's got that crick in her neck for a week. Right. Just, like, it's not hard to plug in a pair of headphones. And that's what Tia says. She's like, if I can't find my earbuds, I tell the other person that I have to call them back when I find them. How does your neck not kill? And everybody's got a phone ear. The one ear we use on the phone. Yeah, that's true. My yeah. left, right? I can't go on my right. Yeah. So your ear just gets sore. Am I imagining that, Jack, were you not telling us when we had the fire this weekend that your daughter Kennedy makes a sign for the phone different than you ever would, right? Oh, yes. And this came up in conversation with Matt and I and our kids. So, you know, when we're talking about, oh, I'm going to call someone and you pretend to call someone and you put your thumb and your pinky out. Like the yeah. hang 10. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Kennedy, when she goes to make a call, just puts her palm on her face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she wants, you know what I mean, at the yeah, side. But she wants a, yeah, that's like that's, the iPhone. So there you go. Yeah. Ma- maybe you are ancient. No. <laughs> <laughs> Twyla says, you're not the only one. I just answer regularly. Pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Here's John Party, Kissing Country, 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Florida Georgia line. It's long live kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's uh, what? 8.53. Beautiful day. 15 degrees uh, later on. We're going to call another name in the Kissing Country payroll contest. That is on the way. Jack, you're not the only one that doesn't uh, use headphones when they talk on the phone for long periods of time. No, lots of texts coming in saying moms don't have time for another level of complication. That comes from Alicia. Old school <laughs> all the way. You know, like those, um, what do they call those infomercials where somebody has like a bucket of mops and like they got the the mop bucket and all yeah, the cleaning supplies. all of that stuff. <laughs> like, oh, and they spill it everywhere. <laughs> it's not like taking headphones out of your pocket and plugging them in your phone. It's going to take you 15 minutes. Matt, how do you know? It's just one more thing we don't want to deal with. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a basically a mom. I got to deal with two kids all day. <laughs> we were talking a little bit about um, the changing kids, how we talk on the phone with our pinky and our when you're pretending to be on the phone and they just put their palm up to their ear. Yes. This text says, I work in a kindergarten classroom and it gets me every single time. I use a banana as a phone for pretending and the kids say no 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 that's not a phone and they go and use the little slice of bread that's hilarious <sighs> banana doesn't work anymore wow simone what about you so i'm i'm like jack so i had my headphones in yesterday because i was watching netflix and then i got a phone call so i just left it on headphones and i discovered that i scream if i have headphones in and i'm on the phone really yeah, apparently people downstairs at the office were like, what is she yelling about? And so I went down, and I was like, I'm so sorry, you guys. I didn't know I was screaming. I was on the phone, and I had my headphones on. And so apparently I just don't hear my volume when I have things in my ears. Right. And I yell. There you go. I understand this. So it's out of respect for other people that we go old school. There you go. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.